Assalamualaikum Salam Ramadan Hi, you're back with another episode of Salam Farihin Ramadan series Today we'll be talking about four other topics from Imam Dr. Omar Sulaiman's book Allah Loves I hope you'll like this one as well Enjoy It says here in the chapter that believers should seek to be in a position of giving rather than receiving. This is probably the third time it's mentioned in this book um, up until this chapter and I guess they can't really stress it enough how important this is. Rasulullah said, Verily, Allah loves a servant who is poor, yet maintains a sense of dignity. It also says that scholars actually worry of those who face tests and resort to options that they don't normally do because they think that it might turn into a mindset that you have to go out of your way, that you have to ditch your traditions, your norm in order to achieve something and step out of that test or that difficulty. Whereas Allah loves those who are trying as I mentioned in the previous episode. So Allah loves those who try to be independent as much as possible. There are five pieces of advice that was shared to Rasulullah from Angel Gabriel or Malika Jibril and two of them were 1. Know that the nobility of a believer is in standing up in prayer at night and 2. His sense of dignity lies in not being in need of people. For those of you who came here to follow my podcast from my blog, you had probably the chance to read about the story that I mentioned a few times there. The story about how my best friend Jay reminded me to learn to solely rely on Allah, to put Allah in the center of everything. And that honestly has been a very good knocking on the doors of my heart since then. And like it says in this chapter, a person should try their very best to be independent in all their aspects of life. Be it to possess independence financially, physically, and especially these last two, emotionally and spiritually. I believe not only do we ease the burden of others by not relying on them, but as we turn our heads and hearts to just rely on Allah Taala. We are reminding ourselves of Allah's greatness and our humble, speck-sized self amidst all the other creations of Allah. Plus, don't we at least owe it to Allah for the blessings He bestowed upon us and try to be independent as much as possible to show our gratitude? Like imagine someone gifting a pen to you on your birthday. 
and you don't even use it, wouldn't that someone feel sad? Or he give you a pen but you misuse it, you throw it around, you made it seem like having that pen wasn't so special. Now what have we done with our hands and feet? How much independence have we practiced with it? How much good have we used it for? If we center Allah in all our affairs, being independent wouldn't be so difficult. Because it is during those difficult times, the one reliance that we can actually count on is Allah SWT. And Allah never disappoints. Moving on to the second topic, healthy pride. So one word here that meant pride was the word kibr, which is the type of pride that does not please Allah. This is a type of pride that has ruined nations before us. The type of pride that stops people from believing in Allah. The type of pride that destroyed shaitan. However, mid-chapter, it introduced another kind of pride, this time called khuyala. It's described as a type of pride or boastfulness that at times is loved by Allah and at times hated by Allah. It says here that the type of khuyala that Allah loves is the type of pride that drives a person in battle or to give more in charity. It's highlighted here that one of the features of human beings that Allah blessed us with is the feelings of competitiveness. Thus, a proud person who is competitive and loved by Allah would only be driven to act upon those that are in favor of Allah. Pride that is fueled by good intentions and good purpose will only consequently lead to goodness as a whole and thus will not take us astray from that that pleases Allah. So my dearest listeners, let's all carry healthy pride with us and be competitive in trying to strive in Allah's path. The third topic is on honor. Allah loves honor. Here in this chapter, honor basically speaks of the fact that Allah encourages believers to act honorably and protect and uphold the honor of our fellow brothers and sisters. Like mentioned in the previous episodes, I talked about how during this month of Ramadan, the population of modest individuals and those performing prayers in the mosques can be beautifully large. However, there might be some people who teases or invalidates the changes that these people are making. Yet, as I said, there are some honorable people who do give support and motivation. In our entire lifetime, there are bound to be instances where we need to stand up for what we believe in. We need to honor those we believe in. We need to honor ourselves and be that for others too. This way, isn't Islam so beautiful? Islam puts so much value in the goodness of things. Like honor. Honor is such a huge deal and honestly one with a rational mind would easily be able to uphold their own honor and that of others. 
Allah makes it so easy for us to be among those beloved by Him. May we be among those who are honorable and can protect the honor of others, inshallah. Lastly, Allah loves gentleness. And this is one of my favorites for this episode. I'm not one who is exactly gentle per se. I've however been surrounded by some very gentle people throughout my lifetime. One of my friends, E, is super gentle. He's the type to always speak softly, laughs at our lame jokes, and is always there to lend a helping hand, even when we're able to do things on our own. My friends like E, I, D, T, and R are always the ones who would drop everything else to help others. They're very present, compassionate, loving, and kind. Other friends that I know are also very, very gentle. But if I have to list down all of them, I think my episode today will be twice as long. (laughs) So it's okay. I'm honestly so grateful that in my entire lifetime, I always cross paths with people like these. These type of people, I don't think I've ever seen them angry, at least not more than once. Even when they're frustrated, disappointed, or sad, they not normally show it because they want to always be able to shine that bright light of hope for others. And I truly, truly am grateful for them setting that example for me. Sometimes I think of friend R and how she just makes me want to stay with her all the time. She and my friend I, D and T are just so full of warmth and love. The kind of embrace that I appreciate every time I focus on connecting with Allah. I think as time went by, I did have a bit of progress in trying to be gentle but obviously not as gentle as them yet. And for sure, Allah is much, much, much more gentle. But at least I can find comfort and reassurance knowing that I have some living examples who are close to me that can remind me to be gentle. Besides reminders of how gentle Allah is, there are friends and family who are also gentle to me. And you know how I said smiling can be infectious? I feel like gentleness is somewhat that as well because it gives you that certain feeling of warmth and you just feel so good when you're surrounded by people who are gentle. Knowing how that makes you feel, you just want to be able to extract or learn from that and you want to be gentle as well for others, don't you think? Please pray for me so that I can be gentle as well. And for those of you who are also trying to be gentle, I hope that Allah will ease you in trying to make that practice into a habit and into a lifestyle, inshallah. As this chapter mentions about how Rasulullah is gentle, I pray that our hearts will also strive to be as gentle as his, to suppress anger when needed, to be loving and kind always, and most importantly, to be gentle to ourselves. Because 
We are the beloveds of Allah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Hope you find it beneficial and just sort of be able to remind yourself of your goals and your own missions for not just this world, but also the next. With that, I end this week's episode and I hope to see you in the next one, inshallah. Much love and prayers from me, Farihin. <laughs>